Welcome to Mad Men. This is Andy. And that's Pim. And what are we talking about today, Pim? Today we're talking about what people get wrong with metrics. Yes. Metrics is probably, no, not probably, it's definitely the the element of MedPick that people have the most problem with, right? And I think that's fair enough because they're not easy, are they, Pim? They're not easy. And I think that that's like the very first thing to say here, right? Mm -hmm. Assuming that they're easy... Well, that's 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 a mistake, but equally, it provides a great opportunity, right? The fact that they're not easy, if you can do it, like you have the edge. Yeah, it's like like a lot of things in selling. If it's easy, if it's if your competition is doing it, then you're not differentiated. So just like your solution needs to be differentiated, you can differentiate yourself by selling better that's and it. by getting deeper into the metrics. There's a lot of value for you behind the difficulty that metrics hold. Yeah, and 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 you know, one of the things I think on this topic that people often get wrong about metrics is that they think they have to be some sort of what I call like McKinsey-esque oh, yeah, document. Like full right? report, yeah. completely detailed. And it's like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. And I think there's there's some interesting insight in that thought as well, because what we're saying is metrics don't have to be that deep. Sometimes they can't be that deep, right? And the reason they can't be that deep is because McKinsey... They're pretty good at going and getting that stuff, but even they don't walk in and just sort of lick their finger, stick it in the air and go, oh, wow, this this process here is inefficient 23% and it's costing you 3 million a year. They have to do the work and that's what you have to do with metrics. Yeah, that's true. And at the same time, it's also not that you go in with the expectation like, okay, the customer has these metrics and I can now just uncover and extract it from them, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly right. And, you know, when you say that the customer has these metrics, I think one of the things that I think that people do really get wrong is they they think about the customer as like a single entity rather than an organization full of multiple different stakeholders who all have different interests. And so, you know, if you're a seller listening to this right now, consider a deal you're working on. Consider if you've got metrics on it, if you think they're great, then that's cool. But, you know, ask yourself, who cares about those metrics? And if you think that they, you know, everybody cares about the same metric in the same way, probably not. It's very unlikely. What you need to make sure you're doing is kind of getting into what each person cares about. And that goes back to pain, of course, doesn't it? It goes back to pain. It goes back to making sure that the metric attaches to the overall business initiative. That's, that's really what the, the business is driving towards. So. You know, what people get wrong about metrics, they see them in isolation. They don't think about them in relation to multiple stakeholders. They don't think about them in relation to the pain that they've uncovered and implicated. They don't think about it in terms of how does this metric support this organization's wider business initiative? Yeah. And, I, you know, that that's the issue. But if you start doing it, it also scales, right, as it pertains to persona when you identify the typical uh, way that, that a pain would look like for the persona as it pertains to the, the pain that you would solve for, like that scales up, right? So if people do go down the path of really getting to a, to an understanding here, and again, that takes time, it's difficult, a lot of value to be unlocked. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point in terms of if we are, you know, we, we, we have our M1, M2, M3 framework, which we can talk about in a moment, but the, the, the concept behind an M1 is where you're taking value that you found with other customers to a potentially new customer and using that story behind the value, the story behind the metrics of, you know, what state they're in before, what value was, you know, what value was being lost, 
what value we uncovered for them and delivered to them and the metric that measures that value, that is the, the, the nucleus of an M1. And to your point there about it scaling, the more you talk metrics, the more you can deliver personalized metrics to the customer, which is what we call an M2. And then, of course, once you win the deal, because you will be more likely to win it if you're using MedPick, you can then do the handover to our friends in post-sales yeah. where an M2 becomes a... An M3. And this is, again, a point where I think a lot of people go wrong, right? It's like, okay, we have the closing and the selling. MedPick is taking place there and, and metrics by extension as well. And so deals one, okay, buy metrics. Like we, we've won the deal, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, that's done. But really it extends beyond beyond that. And and the M1s, they are already delivering value for your business before the customer is talking to you as right. a seller, right? So, yeah. so I think that uh, uh, the, the thing of getting wrong there is thinking about metrics only in that closing and selling stage opposed to the entire customer lifecycle. Because once that M3 is in place, which is b- being like the, the target of the partnership, right? After the deal has been won. Yeah. When that is delivered, when that value is delivered and, and after sales and, uh, or yeah. yeah, customer success is clear on that being the target and it's now uh, realized, it becomes an M1 again, yeah. right? So marketing can start. Cycle. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. don't want to, you know, I want to stay away from solutions too much <laughs> because the, but the challenge or the, yeah. the thing that people get wrong is quite clear. The flip side of it's like massive opportunity, Huge. right? If you start doing this. Yeah. So summarize, it's not easy. It's not easy. You don't have to be McKenzie-esque. Yeah, and you shouldn't be expecting that the customer has the metrics for you. Yes, yeah. The customer is very unlikely to have metrics. It's almost like if they do, what's gone on? Has has a competitor been in? Like, you know, there's there's question marks there. Yeah, it's that mindset of like, hey, professional seller, professional buyer? Mm. Probably not, right? Mm. Yes. 99% of their day-to-day is spent in other activities. Yes. Other than buying your type of solutions. Yep. So not easy. Don't be McKenzie S. Don't expect the customer to have metrics. Make sure that you tie your metrics back to the pain, back to the different, you know, make sure you're considering all stakeholders. Make sure you're tying it to the business initiative that the customer really cares about. What else, Pim? Not uh, thinking about it in the context of the full customer lifecycle. Nailed it. it. Cheers, Pim. All right. Cheers, Andy.